recording now. Oh, of course, there's a delay here. Oi, Reagan Fox. Reagan Fox. Fox in the city. Fox in the city. Stop me in the tuchus. Stop me in the tuchus. And give me an oi so the reason why you really have Madge Weinstein to thank, oh, my foot fell asleep, my foot fell asleep. The reason why I'm doing this rare Friday Night Live program is because Madge Weinstein was bitching about my audio again, and I was trying to explain to her, because this is a very, ex it's a very expensive mic that I have, and... I just haven't fiddled with any of the settings. And so now I've fiddled with the settings. And so now I feel, whenever I fiddle with the settings, I feel like I need to test it out in a podcast. So that's why I'm recording now. But this does not negate the fact, as, as I've said before in a previous podcast, that Madge is very abusive to me. Look, don't bully me, all right? I can't take it. I was cyberbullied within an inch of my life last night. That's right. I was cyberbullied within an inch of my life by Madge Weinstein. She takes no prisoners. She was very condescending to me, tried to compare her horrible video setup to my audio setup, tried to insist that it was the, the mic's fault. I have a Blue Yeti Pro mic, okay? It's very expensive. 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 So I think we need to start off this podcast by doing a a ritual, a prayer. A, hi, Home Slice, who's watching me do this live, doing a prayer, doing a witch's what a, a witch's spell to bind Madge from doing me any further harm this week. I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm. Harm against other people and harm against yourself. Wait. I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm. Harm against other people and harm against yourself. Wait. Wait. I bind you, Nancy, from Wait. doing harm. Harm against other people and harm against yourself. Wait. I like how Nancy says that. She's so big and tough, right? Until she is like, wait, wait. So I want to show you this picture of my grandmother who looks like, I mean, she looks like a movie star here, doesn't she? So pretty. So pretty. So this is my maternal grandmother. I never met either of my paternal grandparents because my father was born in 1920 and my father barely knew his own father and my paternal grandmother died before I was born. And, but I did know my maternal grandparents, and we didn't have the greatest relationship, my grandmother and I. Uh, we loved each other, but we just, you know, sometimes you can love some, a family member and you're not particularly close to them for a variety of reasons. Familial relationships can be very, very complicated. Home Slice is looking at this picture saying, she is serving, she's serving it, yes. She is. She's so beautiful. Home Slice, by the way, let me know if any of my audio sounds messed up, okay? Like, if any volume level is too low, let me know. You're going to be the person in charge of that. That's your that's your role. You know how kindergarten teachers are like, okay, you're going to... Home Slice, you're in charge of the crayons. Home Girl, you're in charge of rubbing my feet. I had teachers in elementary school who would allow students to rub their feet while we sat around them on the floor. 
Texas is a fucked up place. Okay, so thank you, home slice. He says, sounds good. So take that, Madge Weinstein. Every time I think of Madge Weinstein, I think, oh, it's the back brace girl. Hi, Hi back, back brace, brace girl. girl. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very upset with Madge. Not really. I love Madge. Uh, so let me tell you about what happened to my grandmother because I just need to put this out there in the world. So my grandmother has had dementia for quite a while, for well over a decade. And it's, as dementia does, it gets worse and worse every year. And she's been in a home in Madisonville, Texas for many years now. And she's bedridden and she doesn't know where she's at. And she's just, her quality of life has not been great. And so a nurse went into the facility and the nurse had COVID but was asymptomatic and didn't realize she had COVID. And as so many people do during this pandemic, I don't believe she was taking the protocols seriously because that nurse ended up infecting 17 people in my grandmother's nursing home, including my grandmother. And my grandmother ended up dying as a result of COVID on New Year's Day. I don't know what it is about holidays and my family because I was born on Mother's Day and my grandmother died on New Year's Day. It's very, very weird. So I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I don't mean to start off with pity me, go to my Amazon wish list and buy things for me because my grandmother's dead. Just because your dad was killed in some freak accident, nobody can have one? Well, I'll tell you something. My daddy's alive and yours is dead and ain't, ain't nothing, nothing gonna, gonna change, change that. that. I love that. And ain't nothing gonna change that. I love that. That was when Janine Garofalo was funny. Not anymore. Not anymore. I watched one of her specials, I think, on Amazon Prime, and I was just like, oh, I couldn't even get through it. She used to be my favorite comedian. Uh, not anymore. Uh, not anymore. So that's where I'm at. I've been trying to process what my grandmother's passing means to me, but at the same time be there for my mother because my mother and my grandmother were very, very close. But two, two moments stick out to me, and I've written about them on Facebook because that's how I work through my stuff. I write about it. And because I find that when you have to put things in front of an audience, whether it's an audience and you're in the theater and stage or an audience on Facebook, more of a text-based audience, then they keep, they keep you honest, right? Because if you're being an asshole, then, then the, the, they'll tell you, like, you know, I, I don't, your take on this isn't that great. So I know what I'm working at any rate. So there are two incidents with my grandmother that really stick out to me that I've written about over the past week since she died. And the first one is that when I was a kid, we were taking a family photo during Christmas in front of the fireplace and I was placed like directly in front of the fire. And you know, when you're a kid, I was probably like, I don't know, six years old. And it was just like burning my legs and I was already uncomfortable having to, it's hard to take family photos when you're a kid, when you're a little boy and you have, 
you just want to be around moving and doing stuff and plus it was burning my legs and and finally I think I was complaining so much and so uncomfortable like legitimately uncomfortable that my uh, mom I think was just like let him sit the photo out and my grandmother said fine I'll just tell everybody I have one less grandchild and that is just something that really stuck with me and it made me think it made me think about how you have to be very careful when you're an adult and you're saying things around kids because you never you never know what is going to stick with them you just don't know what is going to stick with them and that's one of the things that stuck with me. And then the other thing uh, that stuck out to me was, and this happened much later, I mean, probably when I was in my mid-20s, I had a conversation with my, or no, maybe even early 20s, I had a conversation with my grandmother who, uh, right after I got into a big argument with my mom, and she came to my mother's defense and I was just calling to say Happy New Year to her. Like, I wasn't expecting to get into some type of, like, argument with her on the phone. And she was being very icy to me. And I was like, what's going on? And she started defending my mom. And my mom and I were having a conversation about uh, one one element of the argument that I had with my mom was about uh, sexual abuse that I survived uh, dealing with my brother and so I came out of the abuse closet to my grandmother on that phone conversation because I'm like clearly you don't know everything that the fight was about for instance did you know this and she and my brother were very tight and her response to me was well there are two sides to every story I mean uh, so those two those two incidences really really stuck to me like super glue, like like uh, syphilis. You, you have syphilis. No. Not only that, it appears that your syphilis is infested with crabs, uh. and those crabs are carrying gonorrhea. Oh, come on! I have all those things at the same time, so I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I mean, maybe maybe I do, but that's that's just kind of where I'm at right now. So part of it is as I was saying before, comforting my mother and trying to make her feel good, uh, or not good, but tr just being there for my mom because they were so close. And then the other part is I have to go, okay, what does this mean to me? What does the loss of this person mean to me? Because she was my last living grandparent and, and I have to process this for myself in my own way. So that's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. And then, it, and then of course, dealing with matches horrible abuse of me it's so mean she's so terrible to me lisa renna told me that i'd have fun didn't. didn't didn't madge told me that i need to see the the black mirror death to 2020 episode which has not gotten very good reviews but the thing is is that madge knows me pretty well and we both love Lisa Kudrow, and he said that Lisa Kudrow is really good in it. He said that she plays a character where she, um, she, she, well, hold on, I have to fit this clip in. So when I saw the bad reviews of Death to 2020, I was like, Note to self, after a long day at work, I don't want to see that!
that's what I was thinking to myself, right? But now I, I kind of feel like, okay, maybe I should give it a shot if Madge thinks I like it. So Madge said that Lisa Kudrow plays a conservative pundit who keeps changing her her spin, her viewpoint. To She modifies it based on... Uh, Whatever is happening in the news. Oh, look, Tony's here. Tony, I need something for Tony. I need something. Whenever I see Tony's in the room, I'm like, It's like I'm walking on sunshine. Okay, so that's where I'm at. So let's talk about some of the stuff because I thought, oh, well, if I'm going to test my mic stuff and going to do this impromptu live episode of Fox in the City, then maybe I can... Uh, oh, and here, look, if you're watching the live thing here on Facebook, here is the group Fox in the City, the Foxhole, a fan group for Reagan Fox's podcast, his podcast. Uh, yeah, so I figured we might as well discuss some of the stuff that is happening in the news. Ooh, Melania's trending. Let's see what she's trending about. We should congratulate Melania Trump for a successful campaign against cyberbullying. That's funny. I have to. I have to tell you this. Oh, by the way, I am doing a, a, a public reaction freakout video. I've I've been working on my curated list. I have some really good videos in there. Some real good videos in there. I'm going to be doing that tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. But I do want to share this with you. Uh, this is something that my friend. Chad posted, and it's done in the voice of Melania Trump, which I think is really, really funny. And it says, it's a tweet done in the voice of Melania Trump. And it says, I just got home from Baron's band practice. He's in a grindcore band called Shit Christ. And Donald was dead, face down in toilet, which was overflowing with diarrhea. What a mess. It's all over his mouth. Yuck! <laughs> oh, Tony said that he needs an ab fab clip, some sweetie darling. You know, I need to, what I need to do is I need to download some, some ab fab sound clips because I love the clips from, I also want Gabon, Gabon. There are so many that I like from that show. I love that show. I love that program. I love that program. What else do I have going over here? Funny peeps. Who do I have under funny peeps? Ha ha ha, I'm back, bitches! <laughs> and those two bitches that left, they better learn to sell pussy in Iceland because if I ever see them again, I'm going to cut their fucking throats. Nice, nice. So, uh, what a weird week. What a weird week in the news. I guess I should do the uh, segment music for my news. If I can find it, if she can find it, hold on, let me go to, sorry, I don't have my regular, you know, it's funny, I have all these sound effects plugged into my Elgato stream deck, but one of the things that I don't have is my regular Fox in the City segment stuff, and, um, I mean, why not? I mean, why not? Fox in the City miscellaneous news. I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know this right now? This is a freaky dicky story from the headlines. Crazy. 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 motherfuckers. It's hard to believe that I've had that segment music for Fox and the City News for, let's say I started podcasting, I think, in 2004. 
I mean, 16 years. God, I'm getting old. You could drive beef down there. You know what clip I wish I had now? I know I'm very clip happy right now, but I wish I had the clip from Mommy Dearest where she says, and they're saying, you're getting old. You're getting old. You're getting old. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the dirt. You know what would have been so great if in that scene, because really aliens and... Mommy Dearest are happening, they're being produced and filmed right around the same time. So it would have been so great if in the middle of the wire hanger scene, we had Sigourney Reaver come out. Wouldn't that have been great? Like, no wire hangers! Get away from her, you bitch! Oh, that would have been so great. I would love, I would love, after the week we've had, I would love to see, what's her name? Faye Dunaway just get roughed up. I would love, she's such an evil, horrible person. I live about four blocks away from the house that she just moved out of a couple of years ago and that she lived in for quite some time. And by all accounts, I have hairdresser friends who have worked with her. I know other people in the industry who have worked with her. She is a complete monster. She is a complete monster. And so it's, um, it's good to know that about her. Why are you screaming? Because I'm damn mad! She was Leah Michelle before Leah Michelle was Leah Michelle. Okay, so roller coaster of a week where we start off and everything is fantastic in Georgia. Right, Georgia. Is that how that Georgia on my mind song goes? I don't know. I would play it on YouTube, but then they'll ban my video from YouTube. It's so weird. I don't know. Explain this to me. It's so odd that whenever... So I'm not allowed to play YouTube videos when I'm live streaming on YouTube. I can play them, but then it will, I'll get the copyright infringement, even though I'm just playing the stuff that's on YouTube. I guess it's like who gets to profit off of it or who gets to monetize it. Okay, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. So yeah, I, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about that. Um, in, in Georgia, we have the first black person who is a senator from that state and the first Jewish person. And by the way, I'm very sexually attracted to John Ossoff. Is that how you say his name? Ossoff? Ossoff? I don't know. And I would definitely like to go on dates with him. I'd like to wine and dine and 69 him. I think he's younger than me. He's 33 years old. Oh my gosh, he's a twink. He's a twink. And the thing is, is that his pictures don't really do him justice. When I see him speaking, I'm like, yes, yes, I'm very into this guy. He's Jewish. He's successful. He's a senator. I'm, I'm marrying a senator, Dad. I'm marrying a senator. Look, he got me this ring got me this ring. It's a James Avery ring. That was the big ring to have when you lived in Texas. That's right. Tony, how old are you? Because Tony said he is a cutie, but he's a little young. I'm just curious. How old are you? How old are you? You keep getting sound clips. You'll need to upgrade to Stream Deck XL. I know. I'm a size queen. I need, I need lots. <gasps> Tony's 50. 
50 years old. We're very, very similar in age, Tony, because I'm 44. So you're just, you're just a smidgen older than me. Just a tiny bit older than me. Just a little bit, a little bit older than me. When I was in middle school, you were in high school. That's, that's the difference between us. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So in Texas, because I, I really enjoyed that Seiko rant I went on about Holly Henderson, about the Seiko watch, Holly Henderson Seiko watch. So uh, when I was in when I was in middle school, really, this is when they were very popular. There is a jeweler named James Avery in Texas, and James Avery had dangle rings. Hold on, I'm going to put this into my Google image search. So James Avery dangle rings, and that was the coolest thing for all of the girls to have. So of course I want, and here's pictures of them. If you're watching live, you can see it. I wanted a James Avery dangle ring so bad. So of course I got them. And of course that's why everybody thought I was as gay as I am. And I am, I am, I'm super, I'm super duper gay. Why am I in a lady's jail? I am a man. Dang it. <laughs> My ass is hungry, baby. <laughs> Tony, do you live in Texas? Sorry, I'm just having this conversation with Tony. I always, I always get into a conversation with Tony whenever uh, he's in, because uh, normally he's the only person in my live chat. We had Home Slice, but he abandoned me like everybody else in my life, like every man I've ever dated, like my father, like my mother did when I was just an infant, like my like my nanny, Monica. Oh, you know, I lived in Austin for quite a while, Tony. I lived in Austin too. So yeah, James Avery rings were the thing to have. And and the more James Avery rings that you had, the better, the more powerful you were. That is how you marked your territory in Texas middle schools, at Lieby Middle School. How many James Avery rings do you have? Sorry, you can't sit here. You only have two? And then they even had not... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe the... It's so funny when you start talking about something and then that triggers other related memories because that's what's happening to me right now. So they had knockoff James Avery dangle rings, too, because that's how popular they were at the time. And so... But they weren't nearly as nice because the James Avery are sterling silver, right? And so you had, but so you could tell, like, if if somebody had a uh, the the imposter ring, it would be all like bent out of shape. And and how many James Avery rings do you have? Um. Okay, maybe you can sit with us today. Let me see which charms you have dangling off your ring. Oh my God, you have the empty heart. Everybody has that one. Sorry, there needs to be a degree of rarity to the charms if you want to sit with us. You're a fucking garbage person. Get the fuck away from me. I've had it with you and I find you disgusting. I find you disgusting. Go stick tater tots up your nose, you fucking filth garbage human being. That's what it was like. It was very cutthroat at Lieby Middle School. Very, very cutthroat. But that was just my way of saying that I want that Osef guy to... That doesn't sound like a very Jewish name to me. Like Osafowitz, maybe. Osafman. Maybe they Americanized his name. I don't know. But I guess Fox doesn't necessarily sound all that Jewish. And I'm, I'm Jewish. 
Uh, I'm Jewish by insertion, right? Because my father is Jewish, but my mother is not. I think that's what they say. So uh, that that it, it started off a very good week, right? But I I had anxiety going in because the very next day I knew that the Congress was coming together to uh, count the electoral votes, and I knew that there were going to be these basically political theater where you had a couple of people who stood up and objected to, and and the objections weren't going to go anywhere to uh, some of the swing states. Just so happens that the votes every place else were okay. It just so happens that in the states, the swing states, that Biden won, that's, and it happened in every single one that he won, that things went wonky. And it doesn't, it doesn't affect the senators. It's only the presidential. That's, that's the way it worked, huh? I mean, the logic is just really confounding. I, I don't, I don't, get it there there is no logic and you can't reason with these people so i woke up and and one of the things about when you wake up on the west coast it's like you're living in a different reality because the shit has already hit the fan by the time you wake up and by you i mean me because i wake up especially if it's a benadryl night at noon okay that's just my reality i wake up at noon and so it's already 3 p.m on the East Coast. So by the time I wake up, we already have people who have invaded the Capitol and and shit like that. And so I didn't want to watch any of it while it was happening because I was going to be too triggered. I was going to be too triggered. I don't want to see people desecrate the Capitol. I heard people were rubbing feces on the Capitol. Where's the bathroom? Where isn't the bathroom? Jeez, wear a catheter. Go in the corner. <laughs> and but finally the following or that night I got on to look at public freakouts on Reddit and of course there were tons Hi Verdi Volt there were tons of videos that people had posted of all of these idiots filming themselves committing federal crimes and it was just so disconcerting to see and and, and these people are psychopaths and they're not connected to reality and we just we live in a world right now where people have completely disconnected from reality because they're it's like they're mainlining a constant stream of bullshit right and and you can choose your own reality what what is that what are those books from when you were a kid choose your own adventure choose your own reality that is the sad state of of affairs that we live in and frankly it's ruining my public freakout feed because i i i am a connoisseur of public freakouts and i like it's kind of like when somebody who is into wine gets around certain wines and they're like oh this one's so buttery and this one's so oaky and i don't know what any of that shit means but i know a good public freakout I do know a good public freakout, and and so I, I don't like it when everything is a protest or a riot, and it just clogs up the feed, right? And I feel like yeah, 
Where, where are the moderators? Where are the moderators? That's what I say as Jerry Blank. So yeah, it's been a, uh, it's nice to see that this is the nail in his entire family's coffin. I don't think that there's any coming back from this. I had already predicted on Eat This Hot Show with Madge and with Deborah that he was going to have the Bush effect where the second he was out of office, people were like, I don't want anything to do with him. All these people who were supporters of him are suddenly going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. And this just, uh, it, uh, it was like catalyst to all of that. And now it's just like the worst thing that you can do is to be a Bush defender. And then people like uh, Ted Cruz and that Hawley, Hawley or whatever guy, who uh, who objected even after the Capitol was raided during that insurrection. I, I think that they have really bad political fortunes in front of them. I do. They think they thought that it was going to work out for them by doing that, but that that stunt, it's going to forever taint them. <laughs> I said taint. I said taint. I said taint. You see, all, and all of the rats are leaving the ship right now, right? All of them are fleeing the ship. Even Betsy DeVos, she she got out of there. She tendered her resignation, and she's the all-time worst, all-time least qualified cabinet member in U.S. history. And even she was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm outie. Bye. She's like, bye. I heard that Hope Hicks. You have to be careful of all of those girls with alliterative names. And the men as well, too, frankly. Like Holly Henderson, Wendy Windland, who I did like Wendy Windland. She went to my school. But she had an alliterative name. And, and so she's tainted by it. Hope Hicks. Hope Hicks is just awful. And then you have KKK. You have Kellyanne Conway. You have... Kaylee McEnany and Kelly Loeffler, who actually Kelly Loeffler, the senator, the senator from uh, Georgia who lost, uh, who was appointed by her governor, so she didn't ever win. She didn't never legitimately became senator by vote by popular vote. But she actually in the eleventh hour turned around and was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna withdraw my objection. What happened was just too insane even for me even for me and and that is somebody who she doesn't even have any morals she doesn't even have any ethics she she uh owns that wnba team i think the atlanta dreams i think it's called and then she's the one who got into all that trouble for selling a bunch of stock after the private secret top secret covid meeting right and so that's somebody who has no moral compass, and even she, even somebody without a moral compass, realized I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm out of this situation, motherfucker. She was like, "Adios, adios, motherfuckers. I'm out of here." You know what? I need to go on. Um, I need to get some clips, clips, clips. I need to get some clips from. Uh, What's that movie that I love with Kristen Wiig uh, where she wrote it and she's bridesmaids. I need to get some of that, right? And then the rest of the people who continue, and there are people who continue to support. There are people who, uh, what is that asshole in the U.S. House? Or, or no, 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 no. Um, 
Oh, I can't remember his name. The guy who who who's a congressman who was like basically oh Matt Gates, that guy who is the rent boy living with him, who cl claims it's his son, his adopted son. Yeah, honey, I believe that. Uh, he's all like, um, oh yeah, the people, the insurrection. It was actually staged by Antifa actors. And it, w it wasn't actually people who are Trump supporters. I'm like, honey. I'm dealing with this the same way I dealt with my own alcoholism and drug addiction, with lies and delusion. I mean, that's, that is exactly what it is. And get a grip. I mean, just own up to it. You have to know when your number is up and the number is up. The number's up. It's up, sweetie. It's up. It's done. You're done for. Your goose is cooked. So let's see what's going on in the news right now. Other news stories. Sorry, normally when I do a Fox in the City, I have notes and I have jokes planned and prepared and ready to go. And I didn't do that because this is really more about testing my microphone than it is about giving you the hottest, freshest, funniest content. President Trump permanently banned from Twitter. Yes, that's amazing. Deplatform him, that maniac, that absolute maniac. Uh, Democrats are going to introduce articles of impeachment. I don't know how I feel about this because what this means is, although I, I saw somebody who posted a really interesting argument. So they say there's not enough time to go through with the impeachment, but then somebody else was like, give me a break. The same Congress was able to ram Amy Comey Bryant through in a week and a half. They can impeach Trump in less time. And I was like, okay, that argument is pretty compelling to me. My concern is that I don't want, I don't want Biden to have to begin his administration with a Trump impeachment because that's one of the things that they're talking about. You can go back after Biden has become president and impeached the president again, and then he wouldn't be able to run for president again if uh, the Senate decides that, you know, the, the impeachment inquiry is valid and the charges against him are valid. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, I just don't want it to taint. There's that word again, taint. Oh my gosh, my foot fell asleep again. Again, y'all. Let's see in my notes if I had anything else that I wanted to talk about. I mean, that may be it for me right now. I do, yeah, I said Granny, Georgia, Capital stuff, Madge being very abusive. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I have to say. It's a lot easier for me to do these live programs. I know that the ones that I pre-record and do the production of are better. I know that. I do. I mean, this one is super on the fly and super stream of consciousness. I didn't prepare anything. And I'm probably, like, obfuscating my face. Don't you like these big words that I use? I, uh, before I go, I do want to talk about what I'm going to eat for dinner. But you know what? That's probably not interesting to anybody but myself. You know what I'm going to eat? I'm going to eat lots of dick. P.S. No condoms. Cowboys love riding bareback. <laughs>
let me show you some of these other sound effects that I have that I think, you know, they're just right there. So I'm going to walk into the room. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Tony, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk in the room. I'm going to unlace my top and show you my milky titties. They're so filled with milk right now. They're bursting. Then I'm going un to unzip my dress, okay? Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, uh-oh, that's my grinder. I have to turn that off. Oh, there it goes again because I'm so popular. So popular. Let me turn my phone off, okay? And then after I unzip my dress, I'm going to, I'm going to let the, um, I'm going to build the tension of showing you my milky titties, right? So it's going to be like a drum roll and then uh, here they are, here they are, here are my milky titties. And then I'm going to take out a whip and I'm going to be like, yeah, you like that, don't you? Oh yeah, you like that. You like that, huh? You like that? You like that? And so those are some of the ones that I have. And then I have animal sound effects. Oh, I guess I didn't put any of my animal sound effects in. Let's see what other funny ones that I have. Uh, whenever, see in the old days of Fox in the City, whenever I said anything about abortion, I always cued my... Yeah, see, that's what I used to do. I have a bunch of different fart noises. It's important to have many farts. Right? I slap people whenever they piss me off. Uh, I think that's good. I think that's good. I have, but because I'm always failing, I'm always getting something wrong. So, you know, I, this is what I should have done at the start of this episode. I should have been like, hi, welcome back. You know, welcome back to another live episode of Fox in the City. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but my grandmother died on New Year's Day. So I guess she's not one to be able to see the insurrection at the Capitol. As a result of that insurrection, the news has just reported that a fifth person died. Yeah. and But then when I come back and I want to be naughty and I want to talk about sexy things, I could be like, and then I go visit Tony right outside of Austin and like Benny Hill I'm chasing them around the table yeah I'm like no you're gonna see my titties it doesn't matter for both bottoms look at these titties they're so milky yeah you like that you like that uh-huh yeah or we can get like sex in the city too you know because they're going to Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi. Why am I so turned on right now? Why am I so turned on right now? I've gone through so many clips. So many clips. So I think that is going to do it for me tonight. Um, I'm interested to see how this audio works out. I'm sorry that I was so um, all over the place trying to get this to... Uh, get going, you know, up and running on my new, I have to say that my, this M1 with the 16 gigabytes is really, uh, it's, it's like butter. That's what everybody says. I read that about the M1s in the reviews. And then I heard Debbie parrot that she goes, it just runs like butter. 
I don't know why I'm making a from her. She's like, it just runs like butter. It just runs like butter. And unfortunately, Debbie returned her M1. And so she's not going to be able to do shows for quite a while until she gets a workable computer. I knew it was a mistake for her to return that M1. Meanwhile, her father has one in the sunroom. Why can't, Why not put it in the SON room instead of the SUN room? I did. I called it. I called it. I did. I did. I did. Tony knows that I called it. I said, this is going to be a big mistake. And now she's fucked. Now she's fucked. She's fucked. Okay? And I told her. But she didn't want to listen. She didn't want to listen. So she's already having to do apologies. Like, sorry, I'm not going to be able to do my grum. I'm having trouble. I'm trying to get it to work. Maybe we can do a rain check. I think I'll uh, take a rain check. A golden rain check. Just to be stewing it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go get some food because I'm hungry. I'm fucking hungry, y'all. I'm hungry. Make sure that you follow me on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe, and all of that stuff. And follow me on Instagram. And um, yeah, I don't want to go. It's one of those things where you know you're like, I don't want to say goodbye. I don't want to say goodbye. So I'll see Tony. I'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully when I do my, I'll be back on Saturday. Just so you know, when I'm, I'm recording this Friday, January 8th, I'm going to be back every Saturday. I do my, my public reaction freak out. So I hope that there are uh, people who will come and see me. Come and see me sometime. Okay. I'm going to work and try to put more audio clips on here since I just went through all of my audio clips. My clips. Okay, have a good night, everybody. Have the best night. Yeah.